everybody, and welcome to another episode of It's On Like Decom. Um, we're back, but not with a brand new episode. This is actually um, another trip to the old mail mailbag, the old archive from the first round of uh, It's On Like Decom when we first gave this a shot. And yeah, we weren't uh, we didn't have time to get together this week, so uh, but I wanted to make sure I got something out there in front of you. Um, so this is actually a dive into this is a little bit leftover from uh, you know Halloween time with uh, a classic a can of worms, if you remember. But uh, it's a great episode. Um, apologize again for the dip in audio quality compared to our other episodes. I tried my best to clean it up, but uh, you're gonna have to deal. Um, it's a great one and I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back next time with a brand new episode. We have a few, uh, you know, cooking currently, and, um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, without further ado, let's take a trip back to 2016 with Can of Worms. Billy, 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 Billy. <laughs> Great Gonzo, and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> and now, a Disney moment from inside Vault Disney. There's nothing so absolutely unresistible as an old fashioned, good natured grin. Like this. Watch for Davy Crockett this month inside Vault Disney. Fellow citizens of the galaxy, I do not belong on this planet. Come and get me! Doing all right. You look stressed out. Can of Worms starts now. Welcome to It's On Like Decom, where a couple uh, 20-somethings watch their old favorite Disney Channel original movies and talk about them at great lengths to, uh, you know, to figure out why we liked them so much. Uh, I'm Ryan, and with me as always is Madeline. Say hi, Madeline. What's up, yo? <laughs> it's been a hot minute since we've uh, recorded. Uh, what happened? What's yeah. the deal? Well, why don't you ask yourself that question, Mr. I moved to Portland and now I'm too cool for decoms? No, no, that's not true. Well, I would just like to point out that I was ready and raring to go on this a month ago. And Mr. Ryan Caldwell had to like pencil me into a schedule book. Yeah, that's my fault. I, I ended up like just like procrastinating and having things happening. Like it took me forever to watch the movie for once and then like we had people that were in town and there's been other aspects that just kept me from watching the movie and i well, finally what 
let me point out that Mr. Caldwell seems to have time for Blink-182 <laughs> and Empire Jedi. So I think we must boycott all of those until Tom oh, yeah. is on the priority list. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's my, I start, I... <laughs> That's, that's one of the things that threw me off. Blink-182 came out with a new song this week, and yeah, I started a, a podcast. Yeah, a catastrophic event. Yeah. <laughs> so, In yeah. Ryan's book. Yeah, it, 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 it is my fault for sure. I just, I procrastinated on watching the movie, and I finally did. I haven't even watched really many, any movies, to be honest. Like, not even D, other D, things that aren't DCOM, you know? Other than Game of Thrones. I guess that's the only other thing I've watched. But <laughs> So I apologize. <laughs> um, but we're going to go, uh, we're going ham to catch up. You know, we we got two coming around the corner and two episodes, including this one. And I think it'll make up for it, I hope. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Ryan, the fans are chomping at the bit for more decom episodes. Ah, jeez. I'm, I'm getting it left and right, man. <laughs> Give well, the people what they want. All right. Well, they're going to get these and hopefully they're up to their, you know, their level. Like they hopefully they, they dig it. <laughs> Well, shoot. Well, the first movie we watched that I procrastinated weeks on watching was uh, a request from a DCOM fan, uh, Empire Jedi Zone, uh, Nicholas Goathoof. And uh, yeah, he requested we watch Can of Worms, which um, do you, did you like uh, the Can of Worms? It was it came out in 1999 on Disney Channel. And uh, I totally forgot about this movie until I saw the cover of it. Like I looked it up. Like, did you, is this one of yours that you were like all about? It's funny because this is one where I totally knew that I liked this movie. And once I watched it, it all came back to me. But like going into it, I really didn't remember anything about it. Yeah, same here. Uh, The only thing I remember was that cover that has like the weird monster with like the two eyes that like dangle around and it looks like a Slimer from Ghostbusters, but with like long eyes or something. Speaking of which, did you run across in your notes that the person who created these puppets is also the one who created Slimer? No way. I didn't see that. Yeah, he's the same guy. He did. I had this all somewhere. I don't know where it is now, but he did that and he did. I think he worked on Hellboy and a bunch of other stuff, too. Oh, wow. Anyway, what the, what the movie's about? Just we'll kind of just get right into it here. Um, Can of Worms is about. I'm gonna pull up like the little plot here. Um, is that it's a teen? It's, this is on IMDb. A teen is visited by aliens after he broadcasts a message into space. Is the basic gist of this movie? <laughs> yeah, not much to go on. Yeah, that's not much. Uh, basically, it's about a kid that feels like he's like you know, alone in the universe, like no one gets him and stuff. He's sort of like this nerd, but and he, I, and I felt like his name's uh, Mike on here. And I feel like he is a pretty well, like I can't tell if he's just bad at acting bad or if he is like playing a really good nerd like this kid. What do you think? <laughs> I went from being super endeared by him to finding him really obnoxious. Just oh, like yeah. from scene to scene, mm-hmm. it would change. And did you get a, a like a wannabe Christian Slater vibe? I thought like Jim Carrey for some reason. Uh, That's what I, got I have. Christian Slater. All I could <laughs> see was Christian the whole time. Yeah, I have Jim Carrey written down that, that he dresses like Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber, like a janitor or something. Yeah. Like he Did has, you like, brown see jackets. his current IMDb photo, though? 
See, he's uh, looking. He's looking pretty good now. Yeah. He kind of beefed up Anthony Michael Hall style. Oh yeah! Look at that. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah, so has, go check it out. It looks like he still has been popped up in like Law and Order and a couple of little things and stuff. Yeah, nothing too it's not crazy. Doing, it's not doing bad. Oh, he's he says he was a voice of um, Francis the Hustler Kid in Recess. Who was Francis the Hustler Kid? Mm, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't he must have been like the bully or something. I don't like a hustler. I think he was a kid that like sold stuff on the on the campus. Mm. If that could make any sense, but yeah. Anyway, Can of Worms. I remember liking this movie too, and I remember when it came out as well. But uh, just to like get in, if I liked it or not, I wasn't. This is probably the first one that I remember liking that I don't think held up as well. What do you think? Oh yeah, you know I really liked it. I appreciated all the all the cool little effects they had going. I think for their little tiny Disney budget, they did pretty good. Um, and I like the story. It's really I had I took a lot of issue with the ending though. I'll yeah, yeah, it's kind of just like whatever at the end, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get into it, but it just it kind of yeah. felt thrown together at the end. Well. I mean, to, to get into it, like how the movie starts and it, it kind of has a cool like 80s type like kids movie intro. And it's kind of cool. Oh, it's uh, Mike Mothersbaugh, the Rugrats guy. Who? The 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 all the music, you know, oh, like the Rugrats. Bum, 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 oh. <laughs> could you hear could you get that vibe from it? I think so. A little bit. I have like the yeah. I have like um the opening is great and the eight and the music It kind of has this 80s kind of score that's kind of like awfully great is what i have written here <laughs> yeah he's he like he has like a super distinct sound if you remember like the rugrats theme and he did like halloween town and oh, all real wow. monsters all the nickelodeon stuff damn yeah i didn't see that in my notes um yeah. he yeah like the beginning of the movie basically starts off with uh this dude mike um with like it's totally like 80s type of thing where there's like this big satellite dish and he's typing on a computer of like on a fake OS, like his message. And he's like, citizens of Earth or citizens of the universe. <laughs> um, and he's like basically sending a message out into space that he's like, people don't get me down here. Come. And he says, like, come and get me. And it's straight up like a Shawshank Redemption shot. Like, um, yeah, yeah like his it, arms thrown up. Totally. His arms are thrown up and it does like the same pan over. And he's like, it, it's not raining, but it's like dark and there's lightning going on and stuff. And that's all I was thinking of Shawshank Redemption. I'm like, oh, cool. The director threw a reference to Good that call. movie in there. But yeah, the one thing I was, I was reading the credits after this happened, because he sends out this message and it's like two weeks earlier is what it flashes back to. And I couldn't believe that I saw Malcolm McDowell in the credits for this movie. Like he was the voice of uh, the dog Artemis or whatever his name oh, is. Oh right, yeah. I, I the voice sounded really familiar to me. Yeah, Malcolm McDowell is uh, he's in um, he's the main guy in or um, Clockwork Orange. He oh was in god, the, yeah, yeah. He's in the new Halloween remakes. Um, he's been around forever, you know. Uh, and I was just like, I can't believe he's in this movie. Like, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> They can always get one person that's kind of semi-famous. That yeah. seems like their goal is to get one semi-famous person in every movie. <laughs> it's like this guy worked with Kubrick and he's in this <laughs> Disney Channel original <laughs> movie. Uh, and he's not in it, but he's a voice of an uh, alien dog in the movie. Uh, do you think he was just like, what has my life become? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it was just like easy. Like, he probably came in on one day to record his lines and that was it. 
Probably made like 20 bucks. <laughs> no, nah, probably something. <laughs> at least at least a, a stag minimum, you know. So <laughs> whatever that is. I don't know. What, do, you, do you ever hear about what that might be? The stag so, minimum? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like you have to work a certain amount of hours to become a SAG member. And then well, I think there's like a minimum a how much they can be paid to. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know what the job. amount is. I'm wondering what it is. Cause that's just like, I, I'm just curious, like for these actors sometimes, um, what they get, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I assume cause he's kind of a bigger get name kind of, mm-hmm. he would get, you know, what he's due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least a few, a couple thousand. <laughs> a couple thou, throw it his way. But, uh, so yeah, so the movie kind of starts off with this kid, and um, he reminded me of somebody, like, like a type of nerd that you would see at, like, um, I don't know, like a gamer's in type of place. Like, oh, or like yeah. A, or like He'd be playing I, Magic the Gathering, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said here, it's just like, I can't tell this kid is overacting or just great at playing a nerd. You'd run into gamers in or like at anime cons or something like that. Because those kids, like they kind of act like up a little bit. Like they kind of like have this personality that like, like they are overacting in a way. Like they're kind of hyperactive. A little bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just thought that and. I was just like, that's interesting. It just it, felt I, like he constantly needed like a puff of his inhaler. <laughs> if he had an <laughs> inhaler, it would have fit in perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had, I felt like the, just in the first few minutes, I could tell how much better quality of like directing and editing wise this movie has over High School Musical. Like after we <laughs> just like just the way like shots are there's actually like a cool thing like things lined up like there's a shot of the um like the kids like popping their heads through like the treehouse kind of talking to each other and then it cuts to him like playing football like almost like getting knocked out and i'm like that's just kind of like i don't know just fe- it felt like there was actually thought going into the movie in a way oh like, yeah I- and you have that cool shot of him laying down on the ground after he gets knocked down and you see up to the parents who are looking <laughs> up and i think there's something of him being in space Oh, yeah. He, he like, sees, that. like, yeah, like, <laughs> he gets, like, knocked out. He sees God or something. Like, it's like, because he's like, okay, that, that's one thing weird, too, is that this kid wouldn't be on playing football. I don't know why he's playing football. Well, his but, parents are making him, remember? Uh, yeah, I guess so. They're like, but, you have to play football and you have to keep trying. And he's like, I don't want to. They're like, <laughs> no, do it. What's up with parents in these decom movies? They, like, are just... I don't know, like just not sympathetic or something. Like I have a theory about this. Yeah. So I think kind of the 90s and the early 2000s, the parents are always like, you need to live up to your potential and you need to follow in my footsteps, whatever. But then once you hit like the later 2000s, it's like, oh, every kid is a special butterfly and they can be whatever (laughs) they want. There's just this shift that happens in all the movies. So it was like in in the 80s, Parents weren't existent in like the, and in the nineties, they're overly existent. The baby boomers, the baby boomer parents. Yeah. And then now they're just like, everyone's just like, ah, my beautiful child can do whatever he wants. You're a bright star. (laughs) Yeah. They're making him do football when he's clearly this little techie. They should let him do that. Yeah, they, they're, he would have uh, been a lot more employable in today. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of like techie, so like there's like lots of like scenes of people hacking into stuff and doing um, mischief on the computer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, there's there's like, nothing funnier than that little jock sitting there like typing furiously at the keys. You're like, yeah. come on, you don't know how to code. Give me a break. Get out of here. 
Well, they're like coding to have like pigs pop up on the screen. There's lots of pigs involved in this movie. There's basically there's like a part where like the jock that like the main our main character doesn't like uh, mostly because he's beautiful. He's like the perfect guy, they say, which I'm like, I think the our main guy looks better looking than this jock, in my opinion. Like the jock mm-hmm. had he, he had Pee Wee Herman that. hair. He had like he had he had, he had Pee Wee Herman haircut going on. <laughs> Didn't he have like the spikes or something? Yeah, he was the like the spike hair. thing, like yeah. <laughs> which is a theme for the, our next uh, the next two movies we watch. Every is, bully has spiked hair. Well, even like the main people just have like that spike that looks like it's a bill of a hat almost yeah. kind of thing. But it it, it looks like Pee Wee Herman to me in a way. <laughs> but I can't uh, remember what he looked like. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. He looked like just like this, just like a typical meathead. In a way, but he insists that he still knows how to code like everyone else in this movie. But uh, there's a point in the movie where um, I felt like it was pretty funny was the dad is like trying to check his stocks or something on his computer and like a pig picture pops up on the screen and he's like, and, or Andy, he's like, Mike, uh, to come and fix his computer. And Mike is like, oh, I, uh, I needed some extra RAM to for this new graphics card I got and stuff. And I'm like, that doesn't make and Knowing a little bit about computers, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> like, it seemed weird to me, too. <laughs> for instance, like, I don't know, if he had to take RAM out of the, his dad's computer to put in his, that wouldn't mean that pigs are going to pop up on his computer. It was just like, it didn't make any sense at all. It was just like some person like heard these terms that were running this movie and just like put it into the, the script. I don't and know. then we're all dumb kids. So we're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, RAM. It's sounds that's way over my head. You know, CD ROMs and RAMs and, and floppy disks. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of that going on in this movie. Basically what happens, I mean, just to kind of like cut to the meat of it, is oh, he meets we forgot about this. He likes this girl that's a cheerleader. Hottie, hottie, hot, hot. Yeah, yeah, it's uh Erica Christensen, the actress. From swim fan kinda, fame. She kind of disappeared. Like, what happened to her? Like, do she, you remember her in Swim Fan, though? I don't think I ever. I, I do. She's like the kind of the crazy person. Yeah. I mean, Swim Fan was on every time you turn on FX. It's always Swim <laughs> Fan. And I watch it almost every time for some reason. Yeah. I, I remember that actually quite a bit. Swim Fan. She was in. Um, I oh, she was you know in a what? She's in uh, Parenthood right now, actually. Okay. So she's working. She's doing yeah, she, something. She's got her. She's stamping her SAG card. <laughs> but yeah she's she is a babe in this movie and it reminded me a lot like well maybe we'll get to it one day but do you remember the disney channel movie uh genius where it had like the kid that is like a genius and he goes to college when he's like a kid it's like yeah it's like this kid that's like a hockey lover and he ends up like he's like a works in a lab in a college under the ice rink of a and also emma Ro- rossum is in it do you know that or emmy rossum, rossum yeah She's in the movie. And it, this is what it reminded me of was like kind of like the Erica Christensen and Emmy Rossum. Like they find these like up and coming, you know, hot girls to be like the nerds love interest or something yeah. like that. And that kid, I, I think I know the friend zone is not something that is that cool to talk about all the time. But this guy is just the definition of being in the friend zone. So hard. <laughs> she does. She, he doesn't even get the Disney like peck on the mouth at the end. I think the the last thing she says to him is like, we make a great team. Oh, yeah. And he's like, damn it. 
I didn't even think about that, to be honest. I kind of thought she did like him, but yeah, probably because I've been in the friend zone before, and that's kind of like the... <laughs> I, it's just oblivious to some people. It's just like... <laughs> we make a great team. I know. That's just like the last thing you ever want to hear. Oh, God, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I thought like, yeah, they're going to get together. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, but... Ryan, they're, they're totally going to get together. Don't worry. <laughs> Chip, you're right. <laughs> You're right. He is in the friend zone forever because he what he does is she ends up liking that he hacked all the computers in their in their computer classroom and made a fool of the jock guy by putting his face on a pig, more pig stuff. And what she does is she's like, oh, you're really cool and smart. Let's um, uh, you should help with the designing the the dance, the um, the de- decorations of the, the Halloween dance. Let me use you for my own devices. Yeah, right. <laughs> and act like I like you in the process. But did she have a reason to like know that he'd be good at like decorating this thing or just that he was techie and could like make light? I don't know. It was she he like she comes over to his house oh, that's and right. she sees he has like a robot or some shit, something. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, he has a robot, probably a girl robot. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen that Rick, Rick and Morty episode? Oh, There's yeah. one where he like makes his grandpa buy uh, like a sex robot from like this other dimension and brings it over and he's just like humping in his room and the parents are just like downstairs like i can't believe you bought that for him and stuff like that he well, certainly invented that yeah right this, this kid he would have that well we forgot he, he he tells like like sci-fi stories he's straight like george mcfly telling like the he tells like his friend's little brother like these crazy stories about like aliens and and stuff like that and that b- plays a big part into the movie yeah i, I really liked that little character feature about him i thought that was a cool touch yeah it actually is it brings something different i think to the whole whole instead of he's just like this techie nerd that's being forced to play football he's also like this storyteller writer he's kind of everything this kid writes he's tech guy he plays football but he just does like too many things i feel like (laughs) but he's not good at football his parents are just making him play yeah i guess you're right yeah. And he's like really sad about it. He's like, mom and dad, I keep getting hurt. And they're like, we don't care. <laughs> the little sister in the movie, she's a little sister to Mike and the family. And I'm like, she looks so familiar. And I was like, where the hell is she from? She is one of the girls in the gimme pizza, uh, Mary Kate and Ashley thing. Like, do you ever seen that? The gimme pizza. I P-I-Z-Z-A. had to have. I was... Give me pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's like they, people I don't know like... how I wouldn't have seen it because I was literally in the Mary Kate and Ashley fan club. Like it's I, the... I like had to pay to be in it. And you they like send you little letters and shit. <laughs> she was in the you're invited to Mary Kate and Ashley sleepover party. And the reason why I know that is that there's a video on YouTube of someone took a clip from that and they slowed it down. Because it's like this part where these kids are putting pizza on all this this stuff. And it's so weird. It's like the weirdest video. I mean, I'm, I'm going to put it into the <laughs> into the post. I want pizza. P-I-C-C-A. I want pizza. Hey, are you ready to play? Now set down the pizza and bring me some chicken. Throw it on top and make your finger lick it. Guacamole meatball with cream pouring like waterfalls. 
Castle. There's like a black girl that's like, now put down the pizza and bring me some chicken. And then the girl in our in, in this movie says, put it on top and make it finger licking. And I don't know. I have, I have the whole song memorized because I've watched that video so many times. It just like blew my mind when I saw it. That's that, really bad and funny. <laughs> but she's in it. That girl, she's like the, other than the Mary Kate and Ashley, there's three other girls. And one of the girls was the little sister on this movie. <laughs> I think she's in other DCOMs too. I think so too. It looked like she in looks her IMDb familiar. she was in a lot of like kids movies. She was in like Parent Trap with um, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan in it and stuff oh, too. Yeah, probably one of the little campers. Yeah, or something like that. She's probably a little little asshole camper or something. Yeah, seems she like seems she, like a bitch. She'd be, she be typecast as a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the floppy disk showdown that happens because basically what goes down is they end up like having a nice little montage. And I feel like it's right in the beginning of the movie, this montage of them decorating this, this dance. Oh, that's my favorite scene. Is it? I love that scene so much. <laughs> and I don't know why it took me right back to it. That's I must have around it a bunch of times just to watch it over and over again. But that scene like stuck out to me more than anything. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And they basically make like these weird like robots and stuff and light shows. And he's going to be like DJing the, sh- the, the dance. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Erica Christensen. I don't remember her character's name, but she says uh, for being such a so such a genius you're kind of an idiot and that's what i was like she likes him that's that or was the she's line leading him to believe okay she, yeah. i don't know no i think she really liked him or we were supposed <laughs> to believe that she liked him i guess we're supposed to believe she likes him but then when the show gets all messed up so the dance gets messed up because the jock guy puts a virus into the computer because he's so smart and he knows how to do that definitely yeah, he's, he's just as big of a nerd as our main character yeah, but he has a cool haircut, so it's fine. <laughs> he has a cool Pee Wee Herman haircut. So the dance gets all messed up, and then the next day, and he's all embarrassed because, you know, it was his job to make the dance look cool and whatever. So then the next day he comes to school, and he goes to talk to her, and she just looks at him like, um, what? That's, that's yeah. what she says. <laughs> I was like, you little jerk. That's so rude. I've never read down here. I have, um, what? Like, yeah, I do. Um, what? What a bitch. That's what. Yeah. I said cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's right before the dance starts that, uh, she goes, um, is there a way you can set this on autopilot so we can have a dance? And he says, actually, that's just a matter of two keystrokes. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the nerdiest <laughs> that's thing. That's so impressive. <laughs> that's the nerdiest thing someone can say next to like speaking Klingon or something like that. Oh, he's, he's just so earnest. Yeah, he And just, then he does magic, so too. Cute. He like pulls out flowers. And I'm like, this is the <laughs> this guy is a, a huge nerd. I would have been so into him in high school. Let me say that. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been my type right there. Tall, nerdy, <laughs> knows how to do magic. Does Eric know how to do any magic? No, but he's a musician. So, <laughs> okay, you know. so he's like the, the full package. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> also before the um, what by Erica in the morning, he's like, you know, bumming around, depressed. Mike is, and you know, his parents are asking him like, "What's wrong?" And like, "Could you help me with my homework?" Like, little sister, and he says, "I've lost my will to solve." <laughs> <laughs> That was one of my favorite lines on there because I was like, ooh, that's intense. You can't. That's the thing about this kid is he just he's so annoying, but he's so adorable. It's just impossible to not like him, I think. Yeah, (laughs) but you're right. It was like it started off pretty endearing and it did as the movie went on, went pretty 
he got pretty just like uh his voice just <laughs> grates on you. It's just this nerdy Christian Slater wannabe voice that's just really obnoxious. I know he'd be like, "Ugh, disgusting" and stuff. Oh like that. God, that scene! <laughs> Dear God, I want to get into that scene because that scene is. Ridiculous. Well, we're almost there. Um, yeah. So what happens is he sends he the dance gets ruined, and he runs home like, "Ugh, I'm gonna go send a message to the universe that I'm you know that I'm so alone here, and someone come pick me up." And uh, in the next morning, it's kind of like a big moment where it's like in big, you know, he wishes to be big and in the morning, you know, wakes up and he's uh, he's big and didn't expect anything to happen. And that's kind of what happens in this movie is basically he's in his little tree house and come enters Malcolm McDowell, the talking dog. Bartic Bartimus Bartimus. Bartimus? Bartimus. I don't know. It was a month ago. <laughs> Bartimus. Bartimus? I think it's Bartimus. <laughs> I wrote Bamabus, which is a thing. Bamabus. Bamabus. That's like how it's spelled. It's like B B A R Barnabus. Barnabus. Oh, that's what it is. It says Barnabus. That's it. <laughs> Barnabas. It's really fun trying to figure out what these notes mean a month later. I know because mine are kind of like sporadic too. It's just like yeah. weird lines. Um, so he's a uh, an alien dog, and he has a little um, like collar on that has a mouth on it that talks, and it reminded me a lot of Up. Yeah, like, me like, too. I'm like, oh shit, this is where did fucking Pixar got their idea. Did you think it was like cool that they all came out of their own little portals? Like each guy had like a little portal that looked kind of like them, and then they'd shoot out. It's kind of interesting, but it's kind of stupid too because they're like (laughs) they're like human, like they're like he comes out of a doghouse portal, and like and there's like a TV portal at point. There's like the one that was cool was like the Mario pipe kind of one that one felt alien to me but the other ones i'm like why would they have like these um earthling items portals unless they like change for with the what planet they're on i don't know well we don't know what their planet is like maybe we derived all of what we have from their planet damn that is deep it's meta (laughs) you're right so they probably have dog houses in another galaxy barnabas is Malcolm McDowell's the first alien to show up. And this basically what happens from now on in the movie is more aliens keep showing up and trying to convince Mike to come with them to their planet. And it's pretty cool. Like it's a cool idea actually. And it's like I pretty love original. It. I love it so much. So, th- so that all the aliens, right. They each have their own little portal. Like one of them's a reporter and wants to get a story on him. One of them is a lawyer who wants to, to take his case to his planet or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the pink one is definitely a prostitute. Right? Oh, yeah. She just wants to fuck him, basically. Isn't that so weird that they <laughs> slipped that in there? Do you have anything in your notes about what she says? Because I lost like two pages of my notes. Uh, let me see. I try to find out where I, I, I've kind of written here that it's just a bunch of salesmen aliens, basically. They but like doesn't a, she say, like, I want to show you a good time or something? I d- yeah. <laughs> They're not being like coy about it. They're straight up. Saying. I just have he should go with the flying lady head puppet. Um, yeah, because you can do lots with that is what I have. Yeah, he could lose Christ. his virginity for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically so there's like the dog puppet. That's kind of the main one. The Malcolm McDowell one. Um, there's one called the bomb or the bomb. 
which is like I think the coolest looking puppet, and that's like the weird slimy one that he's like eating oh. a burger. Oh, that's my favorite one. Yeah, and it has like teeth and a mouth. It looks like Slimer actually. It looks like almost leftover pieces, and it comes he comes out of a Mario pipe. And that one, I was actually looked it up that he was voiced by Bruce uh, Linoil, I think is his name is, and he does a lot of Muppets. Like mm-hmm. I think he um, he sounded a lot like uh, the prawn from Muppets. What's his name? Pepe the prawn. For some, so I, little, I feel like it might have yeah, been the, the same crap guy. guy. Yeah. Um, and I had the bomb is one it's a cool puppet because the mouth and the eyes look really real, and it's just this gross-looking um, blob creature. And I felt like that one was the most effective, um, other his, than the. No, sorry, what? keep going. I just thought that one was the most effective-looking puppet. The other ones kind of start looking a little cheap. I feel like. Yeah, that one, just everything. They really got it on point because his voice is super disgusting. Like just the way his voice sounds. And he keeps doing this nasal breathing in thing that sounds kind of like a snort when he's talking. It's so disgusting. It it almost has like this, like he's almost like this constant background noise coming out of his mouth. It's kind of weird. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like this weird, just like, Like when you're trying to hawk up a loogie, that sound. (laughs) But it's like constant, like behind his 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 voice. It's it's pretty cool. It's 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 definitely gross. (laughs) That's when um (laughs) when the bomb bomb or bomb whatever hell it's called shows up. He's talking to Erica Christensen on the phone, and uh, he's like, "You wrecked my phone call." (laughs) I have that written down. Is that line is a good one? You wrecked my phone call. Because he's just doing all. So the guy, it's really funny because he's eating all of his food that was on the table. So he eats a a full corn on the cob. He puts it in his mouth and then he explodes popcorn. Yeah. (laughs) And he's making these disgusting sounds. And I must say, I wrote this note that said kind of jizzy, which I think means (laughs) that it kind of sounded like he was like jerking off. Like he was like, oh, oh. And then all of a sudden it was like, pop. (laughs) Like you like, you know. Yeah, he's definitely just like ah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh. like I and, almost wish yeah. the rest of the movie was kind of like this, like more gross and kind of weird and shit. Like Eric just walked by, like, what the fuck are you guys talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about masturbating puppets. Don't worry about it. Did you get that Move vibe along. though? Move that along. You, that I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, I'm just reading too much into it as an adult, but it was gross. I just have it was like the, one of the best parts of the movie because it felt weird and gross, kind of like um, goosebumpsy. I don't know. It just had like this uh, vibe about it that I kind of wish the rest of the movie had. Because after this, it's not really this like this anymore. Like this is only really a gross-out scene with the aliens, and I guess it's supposed. To, it is really like the only gross-out alien. But I have, I remember when he was eating that burger, like before, like the snot and shit gets all over. I remember wanting one of the a burger really bad after like when I was a kid, like and I just like, got a flashback to my memory of that scene and that burger. Like, oh, man, I could use a burger right now. So it's funny you say that because that was the other. It was the dance scene when they were setting all the stuff up and this scene. Those were the two that I really, really remembered and stuck out. To me. Uh-huh. I think me, too. Um yeah, and like, you know, him sending out the message. But then after that, like, I totally forgot about most of the rest of the movie. And I think the rest of it is sort of forgettable, to be honest. Um, but other than that, there's other aliens that pop up. There's like this, the one that's on the cover with like the crazy eyes that are kind of going all over the place. And it's like this weird, huge mouth kind of looks like Slimer. I feel like that puppet didn't really 
like it had like shoes on and stuff. Did he have the long, the really long eyes? Yeah, it almost like tentacles almost, but they're yeah. Eyes. I that one I I didn't like the voice as much, and I didn't think it looked as as like unique. I guess it kind of sounded like. Um, <laughs> did you ever see the Son of the Mask with the like the second mask with Jamie um, Kennedy? Oh, uh, they made us watch that at the Boys and Girls Club. Oh my god! It sounded like how Thank Jamie you. Kennedy did the voice of the mask. It's like, Ugh. oh hey, how's it going? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I can give you such a good deal. And it's kind of like this uh, crazy salesman voice sort of thing. That's a gem of a movie right there. Yeah, we watched it actually. Why did we watch it recently? It was because of the making you guys watch bad stuff for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, my <laughs> movie I made you watch wasn't bad, but oh yeah, that was a great movie. Can't can't go through an episode without talking about holidays. (laughs) Down, that's the only movie I have on iTunes is Holiday in Handcuffs that I've purchased. As it should be, as it should. (laughs) Um, So yeah, like I basically have written down here. It looks like um, uh, that I have like what we'll just get to what rest of the movie happens. We'll talk about the rest of our favorite parts. So um, Mike can't really decide which alien he wants to go to like it was planet because he's he's kind of like just like torn by it like i don't really want to do that and stuff and um because he's still got a chance with erica yeah yeah That's, and he kinda, it's so funny it's not his parents it's not his sister it's like man i still got a chance with erica i'm, I'm yeah. gonna stick around for a while yeah he couldn't care less about his parents or his sister or anything like that it's pretty um <laughs> yeah he just wants and, the, and you know to be honest she's pretty cool like she seems like she's a nice girl you know Mm, I don't know. I'm iffy about her. Except for that thing, like what? <laughs> um, what? Yeah, I think there. That's when she showed her true colors. I guess you're right. Yeah, I think your eyes are being clouded, Ryan. <laughs> See, I know about those those bitchy cheerleaders. They they got two faces, man. I it, I feel like her true colors are when she's hanging out with him, and then that was like her her inner thing. Like, why are you talking to me? We're in, you know. Like, but that's know. to get him to do the dance stuff, Ryan. Yeah, I guess I'm just a sucker for that shit. <laughs> yeah, you are. Did I ever tell you a story of um, I might have done on the show before that was like there was it was an elementary school and there were some girls that were um, uh, going to dance to like a Selena song and they want and it had to do with cars or something like that. So they had uh, they wanted someone to drive like an RC car around them kind of thing. They were. They were you ever seen I've that? Never, no, I've never yeah, heard, I've that. heard that story. I'm no. pretty sure Leanne was one of them, one of the girls too. And it was oh. like two other girls in that neighborhood too. And it was just like the stupidest thing. And it felt like so I could, yeah, I could, uh, you know, relate to this kid. You know, it's like, oh, pretty girls wanted you to do something for him. All right, cool. They and, wanted you to what? To drive a race car <laughs> around them while they danced? <laughs> the weirdest request I've it ever. It was heard. so weird. It was. Uh, <laughs> I have to ask Leanne about this. You have to see if that was if that was her. I'm pretty sure. I swear it was. Um, she, there's a neighbor next door to them. They're like, who are they talking about? But there's a neighbor next door to them, Nicole. There was this girl Nicole, and I'm pretty sure it was her and Leanne and somebody else. And uh, yeah, and yeah, they, it, was an, it was some Selena song. I don't know what song it was, but it has like horns honking and stuff, like in the song, like uh, like car horns. Were they recording this or just for their amusement they wanted? No, it was going to be for uh, the Robson talent show. Okay, makes more like sense Like on now. stage. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think you left that part out. Oh, I thought, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just, maybe maybe <laughs> not, but 
was like, so they're, you're just standing on the street and they wanted to dance to Selena with a car going around them. So let's get this nerd with the RC car to, um, you know, film us. Basically. I don't know, Ryan, maybe that was just an excuse because they want to hang out with you. Who knows? I have, I have, yeah, I'm sure. It was like, I think it was like third grade. But <laughs> anyway, um, so back to this movie, he decide like he sees he's not going to get with Erica. I can't remember exactly why he, that what happened. Something happens where they just don't end up together or don't want to. So he's like, I'm going to go to the aliens. She won't come out. She won't come out to the window because she's pissed because he was saying like, ew, that's disgusting on the phone, talking about mm. the little, the popcorn alien guy. <laughs> yeah. And so now she won't come out to the window and he's like, well, fine, I guess I'll just go to outer space then. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it this sounds, kid's something else. It sounds great when you put it that way and stuff. It's like, oh, wow, that's hilarious. Um, uh, yeah, so he ends up trying going to go and what happens is... His friend's little brother, who I think was like the, one of the best characters that was, he seemed like this little kid that's so stoked about the stories his, um, this guy's telling, gets sucked up into one of those portals by like the bad alien, basically. Is that what yeah. happens? Yeah. Yeah, he gets sucked in by the collector, he's called, I think. Which is funny because that's what um, Benicio del Toro's character's name is in Guardians of the Galaxy, is the collector. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess this movie is just a springboard for all of these other films that would follow. <laughs> well, I'm sure the collector was like, you know, oh, that's comic book character. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, so he like they like we need to go get into it back into the portal and find him. And so like, and what happens is the kid, the collector, is like this guy that takes species from other dimensions or other worlds and like has like an intergalactic zoo kind of thing. And to me, I think that's kind of interesting. I think that's a cool idea in a way. I got a little bit of animal rights from that. Yeah. Like maybe that was the theme perhaps of this whole movie. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We'll get into it, but I, don't even I know saw a connection there. Uh, maybe. I don't know. There's like some kind of like cool kind of, it's like kind of sad moments. Basically, the bully and this little kid gets sucked into the portal and they get put into like a little habitat that looks like where they got sucked up at, which was like a little treehouse backyard kind of thing. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I like that whole scene. And and also they use that jock as bait, which is pretty effed up. <laughs> well, he had that Pee Wee Herman haircut. So, he yeah, was, he had it. Com- I mean, he had, he had, it, had coming. it coming. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like they knew he might die. And they were like, well, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he also like the, when the kids like Mike and the girl and everybody, they go back into to try to find him. Um, there's a scene where he sees the alien from his story in the zoo, in the galactic zoo or whatever. And I, don't know, I feel like that was like a good like kind of like Stephen King like kind of thing. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah. It was real all oh. along. He really is from outer space. <laughs> yeah, the Mike is. He, he probably is. Yeah. Well, um, this is where he puts his hand on the glass longingly and he's like, 
they shouldn't be in cages. And that's when I was like, all right, this is about animal rights. Let's get all the animals out of the zoo. Well, where's the an- the rest of the animal rights throughout the rest of the movie? Other than the... Oh, it's just in the end, right? <laughs> just tacked on to the end? Yeah. And it spoke to me, I will say. <laughs> well, let me see. Um, let me... Uh, so they're in the Okay, so I think this is when the kind of weird ending comes along. Yeah, remind me cuz I'm kind of I think at the end I kind of was like blacking out or something. I was just like <laughs> So they're in there and they let all the animals go. I mean, the aliens. <laughs> they're people. <laughs> yeah. They're- uh what they let them all go and then you think they're going to have some kind of final showdown with the collector i, I thought but he no. looked like the creature from the black lagoon the collector a little bit yeah he like he he looks like a man and then i think he turns into a creature looking black lagoon guy mm-hmm. so you think they're gonna have some kind of final showdown with him but no they call the police that's their move <laughs> you remember this i guess yeah yeah maybe and I- it, ugh, it felt like the worst do ex machina like just having this other ki- this other character just come down and just you know th- that we don't know that has nothing to do with the movie that's and that right. solves the problem it kind of just felt maybe they ran out of money because they spent all the money on the prostitute alien <laughs> the flying wow. head prostitute yeah and they just kind of ran out of money and they're like well let's uh let's call the police it just doesn't really make any sense <laughs> That's kind of why I hated like Jurassic Park three. It was at the end. It's just like the army shows up at the end. It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I feel like it was just really lackluster. Yeah, I, I remember too because it was almost just like so unforget, like just, just like, oh, okay, and then they're all back. And that's it. It's over. You know. Yeah, and somehow he makes friends with the jock, too. I don't really remember how that... But I thought that was kind of interesting, because in a lot of DCOMs, the villain just goes away. And this oh, one, yeah. he, he actually befriends him, and he's on his team. So that, that was kind well, of cool. It's, what happens is the, um, the, little, the little kid that gets sucked up in the portal with the jock, he kind of, like, tells... Basically convinces him that he's, like, cool. Like, with the stories and stuff, he's, like... Says that uh, he... Um, tells good stories. He's going to come get them. And I don't know. He just kind of be- makes him his friend, like, kind of talks him into being his friend in a way. Oh, stories. Well, yeah. In that case, <laughs> let's be bros. Basically. Yeah. So that's kind of the gist of the whole thing. It just kind of ends with, yeah, like you said, the kiss on the cheek and, uh, and I don't uh, think he even got a kiss on the cheek. Did he? No. I think it was, I think it was not a, it's just like, we make a great team and that's it. <laughs> I wrote, what did I write? I wrote friend zone so hard. No movie kiss. We make a great team. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we could have a segment of the show called tell Madeline what her notes. mean." Okay. Well, I think you got Because I feel like we don't have enough like gimmicky stuff. Yeah. Like we're not on like a pirate boat. And all right. Yeah, we could, so we could come up with a, <laughs> you want to throw in a gimmick. Yeah. What could be our gimmick with it? Not a pirate boat. <laughs> Here's one note. That one looks like balls. <laughs> was there what was there an alien that looked like balls? Um I I don't know. Like um 
There was kind of that one that had like it was like a one testicle and it like his head flipped around and he was like arms. Do you remember that? He was like two I, hands. Maybe it was that one. Yeah. And, and it could have been the one with the, the long eyes. Like it kind of looked like like, <laughs> like peanut penises. Yeah, it looked like two penises. Like there's a lot of penis kind of stuff going on. You can see that. Um I don't know. I just have here. Basically, I think we got all the notes I had. I just have like the movies kind of starts to drag when the aliens show up. <laughs> I don't know. I liked when the aliens showed up, but I just felt like they didn't. I'm trying to explain how it felt. I, I liked that they were there. I just think maybe they should have gone to the world after that. You know, like maybe he should have gone to space and kind of figured out how that was and then realized he needs to come budget for yeah that. and then he needs to like come back or something like he's like yeah. oh, i shouldn't have left or something or yeah like it's kind of just yeah like the movie starts off i think really really strong in a way and it, and it just kind of once the aliens show up and you kind of met them all it's just kind of like what's going to happen next and I guess that someone gets taken, but it has nothing to really do with the overall like, arcing story in a way. I can't really feel out, think of a way that that connects with them saving this, um, this zoo full of aliens compared to him feeling alone in the universe or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess just that he belongs because he has friends now and they have to work together. Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, you know what I really liked about this movie is just kind of the magic and the wonder of it. Like yeah. there's this line where he says, I don't remember who says it. I watched this movie so damn long ago, but it says many who feel depressed or hopeless look down, but you look to the stars. Oh, that was, the, I, that was Barnabas, that. Bar- yeah. Malcolm McDowell. That's like a pretty poetic little quote there. Yeah, because he basically he's he goes back to playing football again at the end. Um, right. Which I guess he would do. I don't know. Because he's friends with the jock now. Might as well. Yeah. And uh, Barnabas shows up and tells him that and then runs off into his portal. Um, Which is a good line for Malcolm McDowell to say. (laughs) He has a good voice. But uh, I have one of my favorite lines was. um, uh, He looks like a dog, but he's not. (laughs) It's just that's all it was. Because it's just like, yeah, it was just like this up dog just talking the whole time with a little mouthpiece. But that was pretty unique at that point. So I don't know. I liked that. Yeah, the movie is unique in a way. I just feel like it just doesn't really pay off at the end. It's kind of the best way to put it. It does. It kind of feels like it is building and building. And like I said, I hate that the cops are the solution to the problem. I Mm -hmm. really I honestly think that they ran out of money and they didn't have enough to do anything else and they're like well let's call the police then yeah i'm wondering i think it's based off of like a short story or something i'm wondering how that is um how that story ends that that part kind of felt like hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy a little bit yeah it did i i think yeah especially when they go to that that whole um uh zoo intergalactic zoo it's very hitchhiker's guide yeah um, I'm, trying, yeah. I'm like looking at my notes to see my favorite note that I wrote is made that puppet kind of jizzy. <laughs> I, d- I don't know what that means at all. Uh, and then yeah. it says, don't touch me. I don't know. I guess they said that at some point. I think my favorite one is, um, 
Oh, like, yeah. So like that little kid, it's kind of I guess it is about just like the theme would be kind of what you said with that Barnabas line at the end, Um, because like the little kid in the very beginning um, says like, uh, but you're uh, basically the little um, Mike is uh, venting about like how he's not going to be able to get with this girl, Erica and the little kid, the little brother of this friend says, but you're an interesting person. Um, just cause like he tells the stories and stuff and I'm like, oh, okay. So it's kind of like, you know, I, he is cool. Like, you know, in his own way, I think that's kind of like what the story is about the theme in a way. Yeah. And just, I guess this theme of high school kids looking for acceptance and wanting to be like everyone else, but actually there's something unique and cool about you. So you don't even need to want that. Yeah. I think so. That's probably just about it. I mean, really, I just feel like that the whole kind of showdown at the end just didn't really. I don't know. It just kind of felt like something else, like a different movie almost in a way. Yeah, it was it was really lacking. Mm -hmm. But I mean, yeah, I wish we got more of that that Bob or Borb or fucking bomb, whatever the hell that. Like, I'm kind of glad we didn't because he's so gross. I hated listening to him talk, but I mean, he did look so cool. Yeah, no yeah. What does that mean? I think it must have just sounded like he was making no, he like, like masturbatory noises. Yeah, his like eyes roll in the back of his head and he's like, ah! Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes more sense. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Uh veteran decom actor Adam Wiley is in this movie. Oh, who's that? He's the little nerdy kid. He's always the one who's afraid of everything. Oh, he has yeah. the nerdiest voice ever. What's he's his... in Under Wraps and... Oh, that's uh, right. He's in so many of What's them. What's his name again? His name's Adam Wiley. I love him. He's also on Gilmore Girls. Adam Wiley. And he plays a nerd who's afraid of everything. Damn, yeah. He's, he's been working quite a bit. Yeah, I, lo- I love that kid. Where's he he has a lot of voice work, too, it looks like. He's in a lot of like superhero shows and stuff. He has he does... a, yeah, he has a really nasally voice. Yeah, he does like the voice of like Jimmy Olsen and stuff and... That's funny. I just had to bring that up because I love that. Oh, he was in right. an episode of Undressed. <laughs> uh, Do you remember that show on MTV? No. What's it was that? like it was like a late night like uh, like um, it was basically uh, a soap opera like a, a kind of like a, te- a preteen soap soap opera that took place in like a dorm room. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was on like late at night on MTV, and I was just like, ah. Oh. Girls in their underwear. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like it's a show more up your alley, Ryan. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I watch a lot of Room Raiders. Room Raiders? I don't remember that. What? The show where they go into your room? Okay. So there's a guy. Oh, yes. Three girls. Okay. Okay. And they have to like put a black light on your bed. Oh, my God. There's any white stains. That's so weird. That is the weirdest thing. Oh, my God. I remember like, why that. is that a qualification for if you're going to date someone? Holy shit. I'm looking at like pictures from it. I totally remember that they're like in the back of like a, a fake van looking at like video and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're and they're like, oh, there's used condoms it. in the trash can. I don't want to date this person. I totally forgot about that show. How the fuck did I forget about that? I don't know, but I watched way too many episodes of that. Uh, me too. Jesus. Anyway, I don't know how we went from can of worms to we all had a bulk can of worms <laughs> into, into it's all room raiders. 
nostalgia. Well, is there anything else you wanted to kind of touch on with this movie? Because I feel like um, so we kind of the- got the adult stuff, like the the girl being kind of a prostitute, which we kind of saw now. And I feel like we addressed the themes, the adult stuff. I All guess right, well, we're ready what, for a rating. What about uh, what do you think? Like, say if this was on today, would kids be into this movie? Well. It just looks really cool. And I think even now it would look cool to kids. So, uh, yeah, I I think they would watch it. I don't think they'd necessarily understand it, but I think they'd like it. I mean, I feel like it feels pretty out of date, especially the computer wise. Um, Like the way that people talk about computers and like kids would just be turned off by like the fact of just like pigs coming up on the screen and stuff like they're smarter than that. Like that is not how computers work. And. Maybe know, older kids. I don't know. I feel like little guys. Yeah. Maybe little guys would like it, though. Maybe. Just be like, what the hell is that fl- that floppy disk he's putting into the computer? You know? Like, this is almost like... Movie was almost... What is that square? Yeah, like, old for... Like, even 1999, like, people stopped using floppy disks in a way. You know? Like... But... I don't know. It's it's alright. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't actually love it in, as much as I thought I was. But there is parts that are pretty great. Yeah, I, I might be I, being harsh on it. I don't know. I really I enjoyed it. Like I said, I loved how it looked. I liked the magical aspects of it. There's something about it that just kind of warms my heart. Maybe mm-hmm. the kid. I don't know what it is, but I guess. Can, should we get into our rating now? Yeah. Yeah. Did we decide if we're doing it out of five? Is that what we did? Yeah, let's go out of five. I think our emoji can be. Aliens. Is there, there an aliens one? Sure there is. All right, this is the emoji portion of the show. We should this really is, just be prepared. This is we... where we look up an emoji we want to put on the show. Um, emoji. It would be cool if there was just like a blob thing. There's a little dog, but I think there's other dog movies. Oh, there's there's like movies with dog in the title. <laughs> you crazy dog. Isn't well, that a movie? What about a little burger? A little burger. <laughs> That'd be good. Well, popcorn. I don't know, an alien or a burger. Popcorn. Let's go with the popcorn since you right, popcorn. are so into the the jizzy popcorn. <laughs> that part is so weird. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I'm glad it's like that, but at the same time, if I was that director, I'd be like, "All right, tone it back." Looks like you're doing something weird. They just went crazy with that puppet. They just loved it. They're like, "This is the best puppet we have. Let's go crazy with it." Did look cool. Because the rest of so, them looked really cheap, so. Yeah, I, I I don't think they looked as cheap as you did, but I I think that one had more character than any other yeah. ones for sure. Yeah. Um, I will give it. It's kind of hard because it just falls apart at the end for me. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll give it like. I feel like three and a half is too low, so I guess I'll go like four out of five. I think yeah. I liked it more than you. Yeah. I probably would go with probably if I mean, the thing is, three sounds about right, but it almost sounds like too high. Oh, <laughs> really? Wanna, Dang. Maybe I'd go three. I'll stick with three. All right. So we got a three and a four. Yeah. Pretty, it's not too bad. Good. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. I was I was uh, disappointed a little bit. Yeah, it just kind of lost me a little bit at the end there. So. 
And, uh, but it was, I mean, I just, the thing, and it was also one that just didn't stick with me. Like I did not remember this movie at all until, uh, Goat Hoof brought it up and I was like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that one. So this one wasn't really nestled in nostalgia as much for me than other ones have. So where I really do have to give it points though is for originality. I think True. it had a really unique story and the characters were unique. So I, I enjoyed that aspect of it a lot. Cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Well, should we um, wrap up this uh, this whole episode? Yeah, let's wrap it on up. Uh, I, before we go, I just got to tell you, Ryan, I don't know what you did. I've been eating the chalupas, but uh, yeah, house. Cult of Still? house. Yeah, I'm in. Wow. What happened? I, I don't know. I watched the whole season and I was like, <laughs> give me more. Give me more. I don't know. I think it's Chalupa's kid. He's just so charismatic. I'm, it's freaking Steve, right? Like and it's all Steve a little bit too. Yeah, that was for me at the end. There, I'm like, I just why can't she just go with Steve? He's I know. Best. I'm gonna pick myself. Spoilers. That's that's <laughs> some BS right there. <laughs> I said spoilers after I spoke. <laughs> yeah, that's I, it's that was so empowering i guess i don't know <laughs> no it's obvious don't pick the stupid guy the blonde dumb hair obviously pick steve but like i don't know that other guy is so tall and dark and mm. handsome i think steve's he's got it going on <laughs> i like it he's yeah. aladdin for god's sake yeah fucking aladdin i can't believe he's still aladdin that's just still that's so cool to me i don't know that he's still Aladdin. Like even for other <laughs> video games that come out now, like the Disney oh. Infinity and stuff, he still does Aladdin. I was confused by what you meant by that. That <laughs> no, he's still he's still Aladdin on um like on his IMDb. Like he's just like locked in to probably until he like can't do that voice anymore. He's got to pay the bill somehow. <laughs> that's a good way to that's a good way to make a living. I'm not gonna lie. To be yeah. Aladdin, just show up in your PJs. All right, let's go. Yeah, much like I am right now. <laughs> I'm kind of in, I'm kind of in my just like wearing shorts. It's actually sunny out in uh, old Portland right now. Wow. Yeah. Well, instead of talking about the weather in Portland, should we wrap this one up? And yeah, uh, let's, let's get out of here. We've bored the <laughs> listeners to death enough for one day. Cool. Well, uh, look forward to our next episode. Um which a little peek behind the curtain we're going to record right now. Um, Motocrossed. <laughs> Motocrossed. <laughs> which is an old Disney Channel original favorite. And uh, I'm excited to, to talk about this one. Let's do it in literally two minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you. how should we close this out? Just You got a decom on, everybody. I don't know. D-com I feel like we sing. I don't know. There was nothing to sing. Oh, let's make those weird uh, jizzing noises that that alien made. That okay. might get weird. That, right. uh, I don't know. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's like, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to make them. Oh. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I was trying to make that loogie sound. Anyway, bye.